Welcome to PT Shop Talk, where a couple of folks talk about therapy, family, movies, music, sports, and everything in between. Remember that this podcast represents the opinions of the hosts and guests and should not be taken as medical advice. The content is for informational and entertainment purposes only. Everyone is a unique and special snowflake, so please consult your healthcare professionals for any medical questions. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. We take every effort to ensure that the information presented is accurate, and we welcome any comments, suggestions, and corrections of error. This podcast should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever, including, but not limited to, establishing standard of care in a legal sense, or as a basis of expert witness testimony. Now, here are your hosts. Welcome, everybody, to episode 47 of PT Shop Talk. On today's episode, we talk about our best tips and tricks for patients for management of lumbar spine pain, and we talk about our top five favorite video games that we played in college. Uh, with me today, as always, is Nick Six Star Doling and Jeremy We Fit Van Klompenberg. Welcome, gentlemen. Yeah. Do you know what that's a reference uh, to, Nick? What? No, I have no idea what Six, six Star is. Jeremy? Six Star Protein? Oh, that was the highest level wanted rating you could get in Grand Theft Auto. Ooh, is it really? I was never a PlayStation guy. They have that on really? everything. You, they? You, they, had that another, they had other platforms. Yeah. Was oh. it? Yeah. I don't know. And I assume Not that star rating anything in like others as well, right? I mean, I assume yeah. San Andreas and all those had the same wanted rating. Oh, you're right. I just didn't, I, I didn't play it. No. Uh-huh. I thought it was cool. Never mind. Swing and a miss. No. Oh, Jeremy, geez. I assume you played lots of Wii Fit, though. You seem like a Wii Fit guy. I bet you just uh, destroyed that balance board. Not a lot of Wii Fit, a lot it. of Wii Sports, though. Um, hmm. We actually busted that back out over Christmas. Oh, wow. um, oh that's fun. Does yeah. work? It does. I mean, it's pretty wild. Like, that's 15, 17 years old. Is it really that old? Up strong. Yeah. Except I think that's 06, 06. Oh, five, oh, six. Oh, man. Yeah, it could I be. It was, I don't know. Yeah, 06, 07, I would think. I, I remember when it came out, like my buddy waited in line all night for one of those suckers. November 06. November 06. Okay. That was a big deal. I remember that. It was a big deal because yeah. he got one and then it was like, we sat on it for like a day because all of a sudden people were like, oh, yeah, you can sell them for like 800 to, you know, 1500 bucks on eBay. And we're like, hmm, but we really want to play it. <laughs> like, yeah. we have no money, but it seems pretty cool. So we just busted it out and played it finally. But yeah. it was worth it. It was. Were you you a life. tennis guy then, Jeremy? Tennis oh, yeah. Bowling. Yeah. Actually, we were playing it and I was sitting on the couch. And I had a little bit of distal biceps irritation after playing mm-hmm. that for like three hours. Just I used yeah. to get the my tries used to be like just wiped out when we uh, did the boxing one on there. Oh yeah, especially as you advance, you gotta throw you gotta throw a lot of rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they talk about that now with like the VR boxing. That's a big deal. People getting like elbow pain and things from it because like there's. People hyperextend their elbows when they punch on it because there's no yeah. end, you know. Yeah, yeah. So okay, well, light. You gotta just yep. snap it. You gotta snap. Yep. Don't hyperextend. Punch close. 
So that's just interesting things. Picks of the trade. And Wii's were so popular. We was so popular in therapy for like a year. Everybody had Yeah, one. yeah, we did a little balance. I remember down Marshall, we had a uh, balance board and did that stuff. And there was a couple of cool little assessments you could do on there. But then you got to remember where they were at before and document all of it. See if they're any better. Yeah, it wasn't. They dodged great that way. three boots this time. Last time yeah. they only dodged two boots. Oh, the soccer. <laughs> yeah. 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 Good times. Good times. Yeah, we never had one, but seemed cool. I mean, we had like a $10,000 like Biodex balance thing, so it seemed silly to buy we, I guess, but. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'd hate to be there able to go. get the same, the same uh, use out of it for. If I'm going to be honest, I'm sure patients would have preferred the Wii. Oh, heck yeah. 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 Way, more interactive. Way yeah. more interactive, yeah. yeah. Wasn't you as guys... like, oh, go on. No, I was just kidding. No, I wasn't. No, go ahead. No, finish, not... finish your Biodex story. Well, the Biodex yeah. was, it was nice. It was very accurate. Go on. <laughs> I was just kidding. Story. On, that, on that note, because Jeremy mentioned, you know, the Wii and stuff like that. And, you know, the time of year it came out back in 06. So we haven't been together since pre-Christmas. Um, been a while, guys, yeah. Any Any really cool treasures you guys got as gifts? Hmm. Cool treasures. You know, getting kind of that age where less and less cool treasures, I would say. Uh, I got a nice, like, all-black pair of on-running shoes to, like, wear in the clinic, which was nice. A little, a little dressier looking. So that was nice. Ooh, nice yeah. to find an all-black nice, running yeah. shoe. Yes, yes. It's like walking on clouds, right? They are nice. You know, I've always been just like a driver's shoe guy at work and started wearing those. I enjoy them. It's a nice change of pace for my crappy body. It's a difference, you know. <laughs> kind of tempted to try it some point. Yeah, I think it's like uh, just you change it up, right? I mean. Yeah. Foot, foot should be flexible. should be able to move from shoe to shoe without destroying it. Yeah, right. That's always been my thought process is you don't like need a special shoe if you get a little sore like i like i said i usually wear drivers and every once in a while i'll get like plantar fasciitis or like some achilles discomfort when i start Mm -hmm. running again and swap out shoes for three months and goes away i mean that simple typically i don't add anything Uh else i don't really even add new and i keep running you know um don't add orthotics yeah, i don't cool. add any more stretching than I, I i don't ever stretch i think it's overrated so maybe that's why i keep getting plantar fasciitis <laughs> it could be a little yeah a little ankle mobility i know my i gotta work on those a lot now because i've gotten the last few years it's just something I, i've noticed i gotta pay more attention to is my, my foot flexibility my ankle mobility well, enough with dorsiflexion. How about you? Any nice, any nice little treats well, you, for you Christmas? You didn't answer. You didn't a- I can like. It's about giving with me. <laughs> which really no, I would is, say is the same. Which um, is code meaning I got a bunch of shitty gifts. That's <laughs> 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 oh, a joke. I'm just. Uh, I gave lots of good <laughs> gifts. I would agree with that. No, uh, yeah, it was fun. You, it was my is my daughter's first year where she kind of gets Christmas. Um, yeah. But then, because she barely gets Christmas, then there was a lot of like, no, I want to play with this now. Um, yeah, it know. takes forever to get through the process. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, man. B- Baylor's at that age where it's like, I mean, 90% of the time, he's opening gifts just to go on to like the next one. He just, 
fire just aroma. loves the process, kind of checks it out. Okay, cool, thank you. And then he's on, can I open another one? You know, and he's just moving on. We're like, do you even like, do you even process like what you've got? You know, and, yeah, yeah, nope. yeah. My daughter is at that age where we mostly just got her dresses and like costumes and stuff, had to try everything on, like, yeah. Which involves my daughter stripping completely naked in the living room each time in front of everybody. <laughs> it's like, stop. It's going to start getting weird We're here. Doing in this. <laughs> Saying like she's, she's at that age where modesty is still not like a thing she's worried about. Yeah. Our, our big gift this year, we decided to um, go the trip route. So we booked our first like flight with the whole family. We're going to be doing it in June. Um, so That's cool. That was uh that was exciting, you know, to be able to deliver that type of message and that gift. They really freaked out about it. How'd you do it? You put a PowerPoint together. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Forty-eight slides. Yeah. Interactive. <laughs> yeah. Cutaways. Follow the laser pointer. Yeah. <laughs> Look at what we what can do. You, what do you want for Christmas? Swirly, 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 swirly. <laughs> I like the Would you slide like animations fly? you threw on every Ooh. single slide. Yeah, that's the extent of my powerpoint is probably still stuck in like 2001 yeah. that's fun back when I was learning in college I was like oh, this is neat yeah you add everything change it up on everything yeah. yeah every wow. slide's a different animation with a different yeah. background well this I can't be boring and do the same thing yeah different uh, kinds of bullets on every single slide yeah yeah well um Boy, what other small talk we got going on? I mean, New um, Year's. We also yeah, have New Year's. Yeah, that's uh, what I was wondering. Are you guys, uh, Nick, maybe we talked about this a year ago. Beans were like on our year anniversary. But you guys like resolution, guys? You like uh, set something forward for the year? A little bit. Yeah, you know. I'm not Jeremy, a huge. Perfect, I guess. No. no worries. No, I'm just not a big, big resolution guy. Yeah. This year we we put we put some things into practice though. Like I know the kids, the kids age, they like resolutions. You know, like our our, our older ones especially, they get it, um, and they they kind of really sink into that whole like new year, new you. Like now I'm gonna start over, right? And yeah. Now this is gonna be the thing. Um, what we decided to do though this year was add a little bit more like um, maybe reinforcements to some things, some practicality to it. And really putting some fresh, and I think what what's helped us over the years when we're good at it, and I don't know why we stop at times, but like putting up some fresh calendars, whether it's like some of, like Michelle's got this kick-ass like white weekly board one. I'm like, this is what we're doing. This is what you, you know what you're gonna do, and, and we got chores, we got some discipline things like such as like what workouts you're gonna do, and, and sort of staying healthy there, and then even just the monthly calendars where we're you know being more intentional about stuff we're gonna do. You know, so that that was something I I do attribute to like New Year's, the new shift, and stuff like that. Very cool. Yeah, I just kind of thought like uh, I wouldn't say I have a resolution. It's just like all right, I'm I have like a list of good behaviors that I want to start implementing into my life a little more intentionally because I do believe good behavior breeds good behavior, vice versa. Yeah. So most of it health related. Just getting older, gotta be a little more intentional with my health. Yeah. Can't be doubling down on two large pizzas in Dallas anymore. I mean, that's got to go. Yeah. Yeah. You got a trip coming. You smashed them both. Smashed them both. Yeah. I mean, Remember as much as I could. Yeah. In his hotel yeah. room. 
But like you didn't finish them all, did he? It was like one and a half. I mean, I tried yeah. as hard as I could. Freaking embellishment. Listen to that. <laughs> well, I ordered to. Who's this guy? He didn't even finish them. So much pizza. So much pizza to eat by one man. So yeah, little things like that. And yeah, I have a trip coming up. I'm, so I'm going to start these good behaviors after that. But It is tricky when the title game is like the eighth, right? Yeah. I mean, it makes, makes New Year's a little anticlimactic. Well, with like the NFL shifting schedules and stuff, it's super cool because the Vikings games like right at the same time. It is. Yeah. So I'm sure people around here are going to love flipping back and forth between those two. Yeah. Well, if it's like the last Sunday, boom, boom, ching. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, you might get to the point where the Vikings aren't even really playing anybody. So, yeah. They say they are, but we'll see. Yeah. That's the rumor. We'll see. I am I am kind of a believer in like playing through the season versus sitting people. But yeah. I think within reason, if you got the guys that are legit banged up, yeah, yeah, let them sit, you know. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be opposed to having them sit cousins considering he's now been hit more than any other quarterback in the league. Um and let Mullen scamper around there. I mean, just let I I actually as bad as the Bears have been, um, like three wins and I think they're on like eleven game lose streak. 10, ga- 10 games, 11 in a row, something like that. They'll probably and, break it against us. Yeah, they could. Um, but, you know, they've been getting blown out, though, too. I mean, yeah. it's like they get their MO. I think Justin Fields goes out, does some incredible footwork, you know, in the first quarter, and then teams kind of like, kind of like okay, that's what he can do. So uh, mm-hmm. now we're just going to pile on the points. And they're Let's make this guy throw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Heaven help the throw. NFL if he can <laughs> figure out how to throw a football. <laughs> Jalen Hurts, I mean, same yeah. thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> no, good luck. We got some. What What do you got wagered up on this game officially? I don't have anything wagered on this game. No, no skin in the Nothing game. Official. Nothing official. I'm gonna go down there, just party my buns off, and uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, yeah, drive back on a win. I've never had to drive back on a loss. That seems crappier. Um, yeah, it does. But. Man, NDSU, they were supposed to get a bunch of folks back, and now it sounds like none of them will be able to play. So that hurts. That hurts a little bit. So I don't know. Things are stacked against them, but don't count them. So what they're looking like. Seven cast down first. Oh, that would be nice. That that plays into the Bison's hands. Like, yeah, they're running the ball in nice weather. Yep, pack your shorts. You go cold. Well, go on. I'm just going to say, if the weather turns cold, then you got to lean on the jacks. I mean, they're just built for it. They're used to it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think warm weather is in the bison's favor a little bit, but yeah, it's, yeah. uh, oh, yeah, it'll be good. I, I, I would say jacks are probably the likely victor, but we'll see. I don't know. You're the favorite. Was it Should four be. and a half? Should is be four and a half, something like that. Yeah. They look good. So yeah. I can't believe you're mailing it in already. I don't know. I'm not like a, a green and gold glasses guy. I mean, I'm going to cheer for them. You know, I'm not going to get down on them. I'll stick there. I'll stay till the end, but I'm a realist. I mean, I would but say Jeremy, SDSU is a better grew, team. You grew right up in now. Minnesota. Jeremy, you're just like this with the Vikings. You're It's it's hedging your bets. It's being able to say, you know. I knew they, they were going to lose anyway. If they win, it's rah, rah, rah. <laughs> if they lose, it's like, you know, I, I didn't get my hopes up too high. This yeah. is that like that um that's really rare though for the Lions. 
I mean, when was the last time you went to a title game or watched a title game where you felt like they had a legitimate shot? Um, James Madison, those two James Madison games. Like um, three years ago? Yeah. Trey. Yeah, the Trey one, and then uh, was it the year before as well they played JMU? Uh, both those games, it was like, hmm. No, year before was uh, Eastern Washington. Maybe it was the year before that then. JMU, Eastern Washington, JMU. Those games where it was like, oh, boy. JMU was pretty stacked, and after yeah. beating it at NDSU in the semis, it was like, all right, these guys maybe have our number, but... And that one in January 2020, that was, cl- I mean, that was closer than it should have been, too. I mean, there was times where you thought the Bison could pull away, and they just didn't. They didn't put them away, um, let them back in, and I think, did they have to pick off a pass at the very end? To, like, right at the goal line. Go? Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was exciting. I was right, right on that goal line on that side with the interception, so that was pretty sweet. Oh, were you? Yeah, it was good seats for that one. I mean, not great seats for the game. I hate end zone seats, but and, it was and good I'm for that quite, moment. Yeah, and I'm quite honestly surprised Jeremy's joining us today because he's mourning the Wolverine loss Saturday night. Did that? What? Did that really? Did it ruin your New Year's? Yeah. What was worse for yeah. you, that loss or the Vikings loss? Uh definitely Michigan. Yeah. I there were there were so many bad things that happened in that game. On like. So many bad things. Um, I don't even know. I don't even want to rehash it. Still heavy on it. That's okay. Are you ready? Are you like, are you in the phase where you're like, get rid of Harbaugh? We've seen, we've seen our max ceiling with him. No, I I don't think so. I I, I feel like they should be hyped. I mean, like, um, I didn't think they were going to win this year anyways. See what I just did there? Hedged them. (laughs) Oh, good. Whatever you thought, Georgia, when you you saw the Final (laughs) Four, and although, I mean, I'll speak for myself, but, I mean, it looked fresh, kind of. I mean, Ohio State's been there a few times. You know, you got got Michigan back-to-back. The TCU being in there for the first time. At least you didn't have another Bama showing. Um, Yeah. Clemson again, you know, they weren't in there. But they're but talking. When they, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just because when they rolled out, you just looked at it, and I think I'm not alone here by saying, "Yeah, Georgia." You know, Georgia's going to walk everybody, right? Yeah. And yeah. I'm, I'm kind of bummed. I missed the second half of that Ohio State Georgia game, being at my buddy's place. Um, where he's got a party garage, stuff like that. So we were doing that, and he didn't have he didn't have a TV on the game, and I was keeping up with it on my phone. And apparently, it's like all time great. Amazing football game. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. I mean, yeah, how many? Like the second, like the first game, they scored a combined like fifty some odd points in the second half. Yeah, no, yeah, just some a couple of poor decisions like uh, pulling out the Philly special right away. Um, That was a touchdown. That was a touchdown. Yeah, I, I do agree there. His butt landed like right on the line. Yeah. So. I don't know um, what they saw. It was called that on the field. So I that's the key. Like it had it been called um had been called down a touchdown, at the half in. Yeah. 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 Or had no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, had he been called down at the half inch, I could see okay, maybe they couldn't overturn it. But the fact that they called it a touchdown, then they're like, Well, no, he he didn't make it. And you're like, gosh. Yeah. But uh, you know, I, I heard it the other day where they talked about you know, you uh, you can get in that mindset where you're like, you only want to see Super Bowls or national titles. And just the reality that unless you're like NDSU, it doesn't happen every year. Um, so 
then they, you just like kind of lose the fact like, hey, it was a really good season. They got a lot to build on, beat Ohio State for the second year in a row. So that's like what I look at is like they should have some nice recruits coming in. Like that should that should set them up for for a couple yeah. of years to come, anyways. But yeah, I like the Big Ten being strong. I mean, I, yeah. I do. I like cold weather football. Not I like the fact that like the SEC is not entirely dominating everything, even though it probably won another title. Yeah. You know, um, as yeah, hard to beat. Um, so that break, what was the back breaking play? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you guys were waiting for it. I felt like I was being so no, no, you were you were doing good, but one more. Did you guys watch the football game last night? He's like, no, that? not done yet. Yeah, did should you? we talk? You want to talk about the game last night? I don't know. You want to save that for another time? It's pretty I mean, wild. Well, it's timely. We might as well cover it. Maybe <laughs> yeah. we just do that instead of back pain. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's we, we've there's been known so... to switch it up before. So much that's interesting, man. Yeah. So much. Yeah. Go ahead, Case. Yeah. No, I was just uh I was just curious if you guys saw it and what you thought about it, what you saw today. All right. What's they didn't really have anything uh, new out today, did they? I mean, yeah. he's just still in critical condition. Sedated, which I think is yeah. probably not a good sign. Nope. I know the family came out and said he was conscious and then they sedated him, which I would assume yeah. is probably an even worse sign that like they were like, oof. Yeah. what we can do you know yeah. i mean that's pretty crazy i you know and they said that i and i've only heard her say i haven't had a whole lot of time to look into it today um but you know i thought they said you know not not getting not the heart wasn't beaten for like nine ten minutes something like that I cpr mean, cpr for nine minutes yeah. You know that. yeah so it's not good no which is crazy to me that you could drop on a football field like that and not get things going faster i don't know that was kind of weird Gosh. to me you know, yeah. yeah, they were doing CPR, but it it sounded like they didn't have the defibs out. They couldn't get like it was all just chest compressions and breaths. Yeah, that seemed weird to me. Like, what you would have thought you would have got that out super fast and like got it on yeah. right away as fast as you could yeah, have anywhere in the world, other than coding in a hospital. You know, yeah, yeah, definitely. So, and that sca- that part was weird for me. Like, I can't believe that like I getting chest compressions for that long yeah yeah and then to come out yeah. of it i mean how how often does cpr get done for that long and then have a heart kick like, back in there there's one of those equations right where yeah formulas where it's like for every minute that goes by your chances of survival you know decrease a certain percentage and it's definitely not i mean that's that's on the long end and yeah yeah that's yeah it's sad I mean, this is crazy too, because um, I turned it there. We weren't watching it live, and I was sw- sw- um, didn't see it happen live. Switching between some other stuff, and then um, I think I saw it on the news, and quickly like went back, went back to like uh, ESPN, and you know, it was you know just a you know unique situation. I don't have they said the last time a game had ever been postponed, if ever. <laughs> they were talking about, uh, uh, gosh, what's his face from uh, the Steelers? He got, he was uh, oh, he got paralyzed. paralyzed. Oh, um, Ryan Frazier? Yeah, and they they played that game. Shazier. 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 Yeah. Um, so they went back and, and played that. But then they were talking, I mean, it was it was crazy, like, 
ESPN all day today was kind of like, oh man, they were going to, they were going to get up and play again. And, and uh, they were giving them the five minutes and that's horrible by the NFL. And I'm like, of course they're, you know, they always got to try to find a bad guy, right? Oh, yeah. They they try to come off as, like, all, you know, understanding for him and his family. But then they're just, like, stoking the fire. Like, who who knows? I did did see the stuff, though. Like, the one little story I saw today was, like, involving Skip Bayless tweeting out that, like, I don't know. I got to read it again. But was it something along the line? Like, was he accusing the NFL of doing this for – like, like postponing the game uh, for, for more for show. Um, and they, you know. he's talking about the game of that magnitude that has that many consequences in the, in the AFC side of the playoffs and, and all this. And it's like, dude, like some, just don't push send or don't shoot that one out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's that's pretty... not very timely. No, no. Yeah, I know the NFL came out today and said that they'd never told them to start warming up. So I, I don't know how much truth is. Yeah, this is going to say they were warming yeah. up on the sidelines, but maybe yeah. they were just trying to do something to keep their minds off of it too. And exact, and who, and maybe they were, you know, in their own mind, maybe they're thinking, "Hey, this might get restarted, and I better stay loose and mm-hmm. what I need to do or whatever." You know, and none of us know. I mean, maybe those guys will come out and say it, but it's that's the interesting part when any of these things. This is a it's so sad. And I'm going to say something that might, it's not to sound, it's not to sound like, um, I guess disheartened about it or anything, but this is going to, this is a news cycle thing. And the sad thing about it is a few more days go by and it's not going to be that big of a story anymore. Yeah. It's just this stuff. We're so used to it now. And I mean, every channel was covering it last night and this morning and they're going to run with it as long as it has legs and then once people stop tuning in and, and just, you know, again, if nothing changes and he's just like stable in, in the hospital, it's the story is just going to kind of drift away. Yeah. Until he comes out of it. Yeah. yeah. I imagine if he's brain dead and they had to go through that whole thing, it'll be play it through. Yeah. I mean, hopefully not. That would be 24 man. Yeah. A lot of life ahead of you. Such a weird, you know, a random play. I mean, Helmet to the chest. I mean, it's not. Boy, it happens how many times a game? But they yeah, haven't. And what, they haven't said why. Like nobody no. knows why. You know, it looks yeah. like he good little tackle. Um, yeah, I mean, you think right away like neck injury or something like that when you collapse. But no, I mean, head and neck wasn't involved at all. Yeah, and, and I always said, for, forget the term when you take a shot to the chest and your heart stops. Carotid commodus or whatever, like that. That's pretty rare, like with a helmet, you know, because it's usually yeah. like a pinpoint hit. Like, usually, there you go. Yeah, <clears throat> and that's um, usually like your your catcher in baseball taking. Yeah, it's usually a yeah a baseball or basketball elbow to the chest can happen sometimes, but yeah, and that was wild too because it didn't look. I mean, he was kind of running with uh, like yeah, like yeah. it didn't look like it was like it, was it wasn't super violent. Yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. So uh, and he I don't popped know. right back. I mean, he popped right back up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it was. Yeah. You, you, yeah. You wonder if there could have been something. It's all speculation, right? Yeah, now, you never know at this it, point. You know, if there was something that was undiagnosed. Um, yeah, you so. hear about that stuff randomly. You know, every yeah, you hear about it in high school plenty of times. Yeah. It always Some... seems more of a basketball thing. 
Yeah, like I remember track and field uh, gal in college. She she likes pretty good um, division one, and she had like fainted after you know completion of of uh, an event, whether it was four hundred or eight hundred something like that. And she died, and um, when they did the autopsy, they found that she had like some like an atrial septal defect. You know that she's lived with her, like her whole life. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And ran with for you know over a decade, so I mean, it's yeah, hard I don't to say. Yeah. Know how heavy of a like medical workup they do on these kids nowadays? You know, do you get the full heart workup? Yeah. You would think. I mean, geez, Sanford will run one seventy bucks for you in town. You think the NFL yeah. will do that on every Good player? Point. Yeah, yeah. You know, Such a liability. Would... I mean, that's yeah. <clears throat> for the amount of money, scary and... deal life's at stake you think they'd run those simple tests just to make sure you're not missing you know like i said a atrial wall defect or something you know valve defect that yeah. ticking time bomb you know yeah. or even like a aneurysm in your brain or something that's maybe ready to burst you can catch those things you know yeah wow yeah a lot of a lot of different things you want to be able to you know stay on top of for sure um yeah, I mean, every now and again, you do hear about a player who they catch something on a physical, mm-hmm. right? And they shoot him out. Mike's had a Mike's had an old lineman um, a couple years ago that they they caught something going on with his heart, and um, I think he might have stepped back to get that to get it treated. Um, yeah, you think everybody would get a stress test, right? Like that would be part of the combine, or you know, yeah, I think everybody would get a stress test. But I suppose yeah. that doesn't necessarily always show. That should show valve stuff and no <clears throat> misfiring. But I suppose, again, like an atrial wall defect or thinning there that could just burst at any time probably doesn't show up. I'm not 100% sure on that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just looking for that. That was uh, uh, Shaq's son had that too. Um, he stepped away uh, from basketball, had heart surgery. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't, I can't recall now. I think that was like five years ago now, four or five years ago. Um, and I don't remember if that was like a physical, that, but, um, yeah, you like, you just wonder what, you know, what changes because of it and, you know, what other kind of safeguards can they put in place? Uh, so, but definitely a yeah. crappy thing to see. Yeah. Um, super, just super a creepy. terrible, terrible thing. So, but yeah, it was uh, <clears throat> the Vikings guy. This was just last year, is in August 21. Uh, Cameron Smith was diagnosed. They found a heart condition on him that required open heart surgery. So he ended up having to, you know, have that done and retire. Uh, it is kind of so, I mean, that does happen every now and again. And, yeah, I mean, uh, I suppose glad they catch him. Prevent, yeah, hopefully, you prevent some. I mean, it is so rare, it's crazy. But like mm-hmm. you said, pretty unprecedented what happened last night. And, um, you know, all the coverage behind it, because I don't believe that they've ever really stopped a game and not concluded it, you know? Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, again, I hope this guy's okay and he comes out of it and athletes are amazingly resilient. But mm-hmm. if he doesn't, I mean, I don't know. Has anybody ever died from a football injury, like on-field injury before? Gosh. I don't not that I can so. remember. I mean, at least in the modern era, right? I mean, that... 
like you said, people nope. get paralyzed. That's pretty rare. That's probably only happened once or twice, right? <laughs> I mean, that yeah. I can think of in modern football, which is also the I mean, big Dennis Bird. I mean, the Dennis, Dennis Bird. We just talked about Ryan Shazier. Yeah. Um, there was a former Hurricane who played for the Bills, ironically. Um, he was a tight end. I think he was playing special teams, and he got um, he took a, a cervical fracture during a special teams play, but they, they treated it really quick. He never, I don't think he ever played football again. Oh yeah. Was he, he that dude that they like deep freeze him right away? Yeah. Yep. It was like a new procedure at the time where they almost yep. like cooled, everything cooled his right blood away. down, right? Like yep. stopped all the um, swelling in his neck. Yeah. He might've, he might've actually came back and just played a little bit actually. Now, now that we're rehashing that old story, he might've been like the first guy to really be able to overcome that. Yeah, um, pretty wild. Yeah. Probably it'd be hard to get back on the field after that. Yeah, man. You'd be pretty <laughs> dumpy. Oof, and yeah. I, I grew up with the Dennis Bird story was a big one when I was growing up. And they made a movie about it and stuff like that. And, and uh, I think, and then you think about the teammates too, right? Like you just can't, you kind of almost just have to compartmentalize it so much and block it out. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it's powerful to see those grown guys on the field. They're, crying heads in each other's chests and i mean yeah it's crazy i mean most of us don't get to see our friends and loved ones have that happen in front of us i mean just yeah. seeing somebody get cpr is just a violent nasty thing i mean it's yeah <clears throat> that's got to that itself when you're watching that happen to like one of your one of your best friends that's got to be pretty shock inducing you know yeah you know i even to see it on a stranger is pretty intense you know and, yeah. yeah and i was always wondering too you know when you have that much muscle mass like those guys i mean does that make cpr less effective i mean geez you got a lot of tissue to push through there yeah you know, I, I, I mean you're trying to compress the heart right i mean really pulling blood in and out it's like pumping blood through the body by compressing the chest right yeah so those, but it's not like the trainers are like really small guys though either Mm. And they weren't too dainty and and uh, i think just re just rehashing my new i had to take a big kind of intensive online portion of my cpr ironically like two weeks ago before i uh research next week and you know the concern could always be going too deep too right like yeah. beyond the two inches um so i don't know it would be an, you know an interesting thing to look at um when you're talking about muscle mass like that but i think there's a lot of elasticity due to cartilage in the yeah, you know, on the ribs, so it's real cartilage. And yeah, Jeremy, you're you're awfully quiet with this one. No, I was looking at. Uh, Do you want to talk about back was, pain, Jeremy? Will that make you feel better? No, I was looking at <laughs> Hank Gathers. Okay, that was the only other guy that I could think of. Like that was what, like 1990. Hank Gathers died in a NCAA basketball game. Mm. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. And I was just thinking, I'm like, I can't think of any other player that's that has died during a game and i mean like really by the definition right he his heart wasn't beating yeah, for 10 I mean, minutes was dead on the field right? so like yeah crazy crazy yeah yeah I mean, and it's like yeah you think it, it is it's like yeah it's just wild i just can't imagine like you said or being what was it uh was it was it t higgins or was it boyd that it was caught higgins. the ball was it Higgins? Yeah. I mean, like, can you imagine that? Yeah, just being part of <laughs> being that. Being the guy, being the guy that caught the ball. 
Like, holy yeah, cow. but like you said, I mean, when you look at that hit, I mean, hopefully that guy doesn't, you know, Higgins doesn't have any guilt over that. I mean, it was just a very innocuous play. I mean, even when guys are colliding with each other at full speed, it's hard to put blame on them when they're just doing their job. You know, it's nothing malicious. Um, yeah. And this play above above all, I mean, he really did. They fall to the side together. Yeah. And so it really seems as though there was something, maybe some sort of, you know, advanced condition that he had, something that predisposed him to it. You know, so hopefully Higgins doesn't wrestle at that for the rest of his life. Crazy. Yeah. Who was the Boston Celtics player? Didn't did they have somebody who would no, he was he sorry, maybe I'm taking a drug overdose. Different things, Nick. Different things. Different things. But he he had died like in his prime. Oh, are you talking about Pistol Pete? Uh nope. How old was he when he died? Pistol Pete Maravich. I don't know. You look that up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Aaron Hernandez died in his prime too, but that's again different situation. Little, little different there. Reggie Lewis. <clears throat> that's what I'm thinking about. No, he was done. He was playing pickup ball. He was 40. But yeah, crazy. Yeah. So yeah. makes you feel blessed for the things you have. Holy moly. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Just he, he died. So Reggie Lewis died on the basketball court. Sudden cardiac death. This is July 1993. Um, he was at practice. He was practicing. Had a heart attack. Because that was that was another big one when I was growing up. Like just a shocking. You think professional athletes are in this? You know, the absolute physical prime, and yeah. their heart their hearts especially should be in the, this amazing shape and. Yeah, when that happens. That is interesting that, you know, enlarged heart. I know that's different than an athletic heart, but like they strain their bodies, though. I mean, there's no denying it. Yeah. Yeah. Just not the rest. Not the rest that you need, probably. Prayers up for him, man. Him and his family and and, uh, all those doctors taking care of him. I mean, yeah, it's got to be, got to be just a crazy thing. It makes you wonder too, like you know, when the Bills, like, are they going to come back and play, and how do they handle this? I mean, the other questions that ripple out of this thing is like, how do they handle that game? Because mm-hmm. you're this late in the year, it's like, you, how do you squeeze it in? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You just—it's such a rare thing. I think you just wash it and go, make the best you can. Yeah, out of it. call it a tie. Yeah, you do that. <clears throat> well, there's enough ties out there, and just. Leave it be. Yeah. yeah, I think a tie is an all right way to do it. I mean, it's not a plus, it's not a minus. I mean, it yeah. does affect it. Probably would bump you ahead of somebody, you know, with your tie instead of your loss if you would have lost. But, but at least it at least it affects both teams equally and fairly, I suppose. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Because it's hard otherwise, then you can't really compare records when it comes to playoffs and stuff if you don't put something yeah. out there. You know, you can't yeah. just not have anything. It's, it's a non game. Just... I can't imagine having to make that decision. That's like a, not <laughs> yeah. a, that's not a, there's a, that's a no win situation right there. That's so, a tough yeah. meeting to sit in for sure. That's, well, yeah. that's when you make be, a $30 million or whatever to be a commissioner. 
Well, yeah, and every, but it's not just the commissioner. Everything they do, they got to. They said last night they have to vet through the players' association. So every they did say that like every decision made last night was like joint between the NFL and the players' association. Like, what do we do next? What do we do next? And yeah. Um. So, however they handle that, yeah. Because I mean, they they have games. I'm assuming everybody's got a game scheduled this Sunday. So, um, you know, how do you even? If you're if you're the Bills, especially, like how do you rebound from that? Yeah, yeah, you can't play a football game back to back. You know, you can't do like a Sunday, Wednesday, and then yeah. next Sunday. I mean, that's yeah, that's too much. I mean, yeah. and then like you said, you got to take the players' mental health into consideration too. You just can't just jam mm-hmm. games at these guys. And that, too. That's what I'm getting at, right? Like, like when God forbid, let's say something let's say his health turns for the worse this week, you know, do they, how do you, how do you expect a team to play like on Sunday if he happens to pass away? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's some whole other level of that. Um, but you saw it and we saw it to a degree in the bowl games with Virginia, right? They, they had, they lost yeah, shooting three or four guys due to, due to a tragic shooting. And um, they just, they forfeited their game, didn't they? think so and they they forfeited one game i know they did um i don't i don't know i want to look up how how the other teams handle that too obviously it's bigger than a than a sport right bigger than entertainment yeah that's what it comes down to for sure yeah well but uh, but on happier news talking about Harthel, i i saw some dude just ran his 365th marathon in a row that's pretty wild yeah. Like in, yeah, like one marathon every day. Yeah. Wow. And he has a full time job. That's crazy. That dude is. What? How do you do that? He doesn't. Was he taking a sabbatical? He's no. Not... They they say he's working full time still, and his company donated fifty thousand dollars to whatever charity he's raising money for. So. So you're just doing that after work? Hey, yeah, well, they eight, say he's a shift five worker. Or... They say he does shift work. So yeah, it's marathon in the morning, and then he works in the evening. No way! That's nuts. Yeah, look it up, man. I forget the guy's name. Not a human. That dude's an alien. That's pretty crazy. I've heard of. Yeah, the work piece is like shocking because there's been other guys who've done that. There's Mm -hmm. been guys, you know, do fifty and fifty days. There's people who've done ungodly ultras that you know go on for a week straight. You know, and it's all crazy. but yeah, to work to to do that for 365 days, man. That's... I mean, that guy is like giving his body zero rest. I mean, I couldn't imagine running a marathon and then being like, "Well, off to work we go." Yeah, these Discovery Channel used to have this show where um, when Stanley was still with us, he, he was like Stanley's superheroes, Superman. Mm-hmm, okay, and they they chronicled real human beings with like some really abnormal abilities. And one of them was like, I think it was Dean Cardassus. I thought yeah. the two of followed, who was the big ultra marathoner at the time. Um, and such a rarity. Um, and they, they did these medical studies on him where um, instead of like, at some, some point when he runs, his body is so adept at um, metabolizing lactic acid where it's able to, um, decrease the actual percent of it in the blood once he hits like the 10 mile point so instead of it continuing to go up 
and create this this you know intense feeling of muscular fatigue it actually um stays steady or even drops a little bit yeah it's, it's a <laughs> literal except second wind you know and so like i read i read his book ultra marathon man and like i was like this is so braggadocious and unrealistic because you know he starts the book like uh I don't know if he's like in his thirties or something, I think probably maybe late twenties and he just had like a crappy day at work and he used to be a track athlete. So he grabs his shoes from high school, straps them on and it's like, I'm going to go for a run. And he just starts running. And then he Mm -hmm. runs like 20 miles to the next town over and like has to call his wife to come pick him up. And I'm like, that's so ridiculous. There's no way that's a true story. But like you said, since then I've seen those studies on him where it's like, yeah, in theory he can run forever. Like there's like his body won't have an endpoint as long as he has energy and he talks about that in the book where like he oftentimes orders pizza while he's running and as a pizza guy meet him on the corner and he just does pizza taco while he's running and as long as he's got energy he can there's really his body shut down so pretty amazing amazing the physical thing the mental thing i mean there's people like like jeremy i know we've talked a lot about david goggins um and the ability to like like his story that that kind of cracks me up the most is where he was trying to do like the death valley like 135 or something like that the promoter's like no way i can't you've never done an ultra i can't let i can't let a rookie do this you have to qualify and earn it and he's just trying to raise money for like fellow soldiers so the guy you know he's persistent the guy's like all right i tell you what there's a there's a hundred miler going on in san diego this weekend you go ahead and do this hundred miler um I'll let you in, you know, and you can train for like four or five months and then do this one race, uh, which is like considered one of the hardest in the planet. Um, so Goggins goes out there and runs this hundred miler with like no training, but the absolute like kidney failure that he runs into at the end. I mean, he finishes it just basically due to physical and mental will, you know, because organs are shutting down. He has to be taken to like the hospital and get IVs. And, I mean, just awful. Stuff. And then I got out. And then I ran a hundred miles the next bleeping day. <laughs> yeah, like the, the promoter's like, oh, so you you ran that hundred miler? Well, you're in. I mean, you almost died, but you're in. Yep, you're in. <laughs> but then you had time to train, you know. And um yeah, that but Death just, Valley one's brutal. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. That heat. Because they usually wear like special suits for that Death Valley one. Like reflective. It's, it's wild. I mean, that that's a level of I have such immense respect for ultras, um, ultra tries, ultra just marathons. Um, I mean, those people are on another level of mental toughness because there's elevation involved in all these cases. Yeah. Yeah. Mike speaks. That's a big one. Leadville. Yeah. Yep. Leadville. Huge one. Um, you get cold. Yep. You get cold. Yeah. Yeah. The belt build buckle. Yeah. Um, that stuff's just so cool to me. Um, it seems so foreign, right? Like to me, it's like, there's no possible way. And most of them have like a 36 hour cutoff. (laughs) You got to get in here. And I mean, what's the, what's the current edition of the, the DSM? Cause I feel like that should be in there. (laughs) I go and run run (laughs) that should be diagnosable, man. Yeah, <laughs> got to be something different. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's got to be a brain chemical change. I mean, it's because, like you said, those are grueling because it's not enough for those guys that, that they just run. It's always like, yeah, something weird, like the Death Valley. Yeah. Like, oh, you're going to do that in the heat. You're going to do that mm-hmm. in the elevation. You're going to do that in the Arctic. Mm-hmm. Like, 
yeah. <laughs> it's not enough for him to just go, I'm going to run a hundred miles. It's like, ah, let's yeah. make it tough. Yeah. Make it hard. Yeah. You're not just going to the track and running like 400 yeah. laps, yeah, which is yeah. ridiculous. Which would be terrible on its own. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> there's a cool, if you guys get the, if you get the time, um, Nick bear is a kind of a cool guy, kind of a hybrid athlete. He's done some ultras. And he talks about training cycles where he goes from like weight training and the, and the just endurance stuff. And he's got a video on his YouTube where he's doing he's doing a um, might be Leadville. Um, I can't remember which one, but it's like his GoPro and you know the recording, or maybe he's got somebody recording with him. He's born to run. Maybe, but this guy's a big dude. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think that's the guy. No, not him. They, um, they run at Leadville, though. <laughs> and and it's just really cool to see, like, he run like he has different people run certain legs with him, you know, um, just keep him going and and uh, bring him food, you know, bring him beverages, kind of keep everything hydrated, and it's just really really cool. Um, raw liver, it's cool you. Mm. Raw, yeah, raw liver, liver. Yeah, testicles, yeah. testicles, them. Yeah, round mile thirty five. Yeah. And light, lightning this mood up you are you gonna fall are you gonna join that class action lawsuit jeremy i might a, after yeah. the old liver king i really thought about it i mean now i now i know that's not attainable <laughs> what's well, really interesting i mean 25 million dollars when he says he makes 100 million plus you know it's like oh well, it's not you know i mean yeah that's a lot of money but he probably made oh well he over- says well, yeah, I guess he's a liar. You can't yeah. believe anything he says. Yeah, he's yeah. a big liar now. What you wonder is $25 million more than you he know, made off of his lie? I don't know. Going back to uh, resolutions, I think I just made one. I want to live by the nine in ancestral tenants. Pop you know? your top. Uh, Let's see it. That's what I want. <laughs> Let's no. do it right now. <laughs> just get on the juice, man. Yeah. There, you got... You got what is it, 13, 14,000 a month to spend on yeah, HGH? And pretty wild what that stuff costs. Holy moly. I no mean, kidding. I, I mean, I, I knew it wasn't cheap, but boy, 10, 10 grand mean, a month. Come on, guys. What is, what's a little like $150,000 investment if you're going to make 100 million? <laughs> yeah. Do it too, but put, here's, here's the other <laughs> question. He was already presumably pretty jacked, right? And when Agreed. you, when you read his like e- those emails that were broken out, it's like you talk about a guy who's got a mental complex. He's like, how do I oh, even I get more jack jacked or I want to I feel like I carry my feel like I carry something in my love handles yet. You know? yeah, so I got I some be, back fat. Yeah, yeah, back fat and his love handles. Oh shit, you know it's like, dude, like you probably still sell plenty of your subs by. Just, you know, being at nine or 10% body fat versus six, which is like his goal. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how many people would still buy that shit if like, oh, yeah. not knowing the difference? Yeah, like we said, I mean, yeah. there's so many bodybuilders selling supplements that are all on steroids and people gladly buy yeah. them still. I mean, Man, I mean he I just went way too up. hard. He just went yeah. too hard. I haven't gone, I haven't dug into an old Flex magazine in a while. I don't even know if they make it anymore. That they used to even make like, any magazines anymore. Yeah, good point. Um, the, all those ads used to be, you know, like you said, um, Ronnie, you know, Ronnie Coleman, Jay Cutler, um, and you know, all these these dudes that were 
so jacked up and yeah they might have been taking that supplement but they were taking a whole lot of other stuff yeah right like animal stacks that's how i got like this yeah animals yeah, probably not. you know <laughs> animals one of those companies for years they've had like just some freaky looking dudes yeah and they're like yeah they're multivitamin oh, animal yeah. animal pack yeah, yeah. the multivitamin yeah <laughs> animal pack get a free t-shirt <laughs> And like pretty I, sweet in the in the slim jim can. <laughs> I mean, I can yeah. believe some of those guys take their protein powder that they sell because I mean, yeah, steroids yeah. alone. I think we said before, you know, you can't just shoot steroids and have a great body. I mean, you do still have to. I'm going to try eat it, and I'm going to try put the workout. So that is you're so you're saying it's one of the nine ancestral tenants are the roids. It's like yeah, number nine. It's like nine back out be like it's it's the 10th i was gonna say so i think he had nine right so yeah. now it would have to be number 10. Get yeah if you think of it like branches guy. of a tree the steroids are the trunk i believe <laughs> right pretty big deal where yeah. where do the testicles land uh, <laughs> up up inside your body with that much steroids <laughs> i assume hmm yeah, but food for thought. Yeah, it is. It is interesting what the people pay though, because I had a I had a patient say she works out pretty hard at the gym, and she said there was a lot of guys that go to like that limitless mail in Fargo, and she says that's usually yeah they spend about three grand a month on stuff there. Dude, I saw uh, I being back in my mom's this last weekend for the New Year's, I saw some ads for that limitless mail. So, so let's go hand in what hand. You're talking about. Let, let's go get some together. tests, see what they recommend. Yeah, I also cool. I also heard some radio ads. For what? For Apex PT. Oh, yeah. Oh. They're all over. They're all over. I think it was the Jamestown one. Yeah. They're doing sure. work. What Pulp can I say? Dry needling and BFR. I think. To combine. At the same uh, time. No. 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 With the next level. But those were oh, the two yeah, key pieces to their two key pieces of their radio ad. Hey, people love people love new shiny. No doubt in it. Yeah, Nobody, yeah. nobody's gonna come because you advertise you do really good exercise. It's true. And you sadly, get you feeling better. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's the best thing you do is comprehensive exercise plan tailored towards you. But if you advertise that, I don't, I don't know if that gets people to your door any much better than anything else. So, yeah, oh, not with that time. attitude. Well, Jeremy, <laughs> that's the attitude of my patients. That's not my attitude. I don't believe her. You're projecting. <laughs> Maybe I am. I don't know. Speaking well, of projecting, you ever project of... a video game onto a wall and play? I it? like where you're going. Oh. <laughs> nope, I, I've never done that. We used to do it all the time. <laughs> did you really? Uh, oh yeah, my wife. My wife and I had. Uh, you know, we bought our house when we were pretty young and it was kind of a party house. We had a hot tub out back. The deck was built around oh. it and I had a projector and a laptop with an emulator. And yeah, we sat in the hot tub and shot it on the side of the house. We played a lot of Mario Kart out in that hot tub. Mario Kart. Is yeah. that an innuendo? <laughs> no. It wasn't in anybody's endo. We were just playing video games. <laughs> there was a mushroom in there. Taste it. Did, did you say <laughs> yeah. No. It's, uh, yeah, that's a blast. If you guys have never played a video game on like a 400 inch screen, I recommend. Mm, can't see it. I have my bucket list. 
So it was nice. Yeah. I, I had a buddy still, he still works at NDSU. So NDSU, like every three months, six months does like a surplus sale. So Ooh. say they get like, you know, hundred grand to replace projectors on campus. Every projector they replace, they have to put on auction. Oh, oh, I got a $10,000 projector for a hundred bucks from NDSU. Wow. The bulb was burnt out, which that cost me a hundred bucks, but. Well, taxpayer money, tuition yeah. right there. Yeah, right there, man. That's fine. So uh, See, I can always I can always make it a negative story too. Yeah, don't poop on it. I got hundred dollar projector. It was nice. I just pooped all over it. I didn't like it, but yeah, yeah. I, I recommend. You know anybody? Those surplus sales are sweet. Like all the cabinets and stuff they tear out when they replace buildings and stuff all go up for sale for dirt cheap. Well, if you know a guy and maybe Cuters. just keep me posted on what what you hear out there. Yeah, <laughs> keep your ear to the street. Yeah, they actually yeah. changed the projector. The projector thing got so popular that like they had to change how they did it. But hmm. they used to they just mass sell more. them. Yeah, they used to just so mass sell them. So your little bucks. story was just a projector tease to Jeremy and myself. It's not real. Does it exist anymore? Probably still find it. Uh, best thing when we were doing that because they just have it all. <laughs> and I remember there was like a trunk there one time, and me and my buddy were like, "Oh, what's trunk." That? Yeah, there was like a trunk. It looked like a trunk, right? Like you would put clothes in, like a like yeah. old people trunk back when they had trunks. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I remember we <laughs> were like, "What's this thing about?" Opened it up inside. Uh, it was for the nursing school, and it was like a catheter model, like that you would cath. So it was just like a you opened it up, and literally it was just a butt and a vagina. I was like this. This is the greatest thing. I can't believe we're not buying this. I still regret it to this day. I mean, what a fun sure? piece to have in your home when people are like, oh, this is, this is this antique trunk from your grandma. Oh, yeah, open it up. We got oh! Lots of oh! <laughs> I mean, it was it Where? was quite graphic. It was good. belongs in Storage Wars or something like that, right? What's <laughs> yeah. in this trunk? Yeah, for sure. It was, it was a very interesting thing that they put on auction because in my mind, I'm like, Ooh. what possible use? It's all um, Al Capone's money. I, I guess I don't want to know what possible use you would have had for that. But like, why would you sell this to the uh, public? Like, uh, that's only like a pencil holder. I don't know what you would do with it. Like, that's it's not a lot of things. <laughs> Five bucks in there. I don't know. Uh, there's some sick people out there, Case. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I like you're Mister Naive. Well, no, I yeah, things VR. ran through my mind. Don't get me wrong, but again, <laughs> if you're the college, you're like, yeah, this is a. This is a dumpster thing. This is not a <laughs> auction block thing, right? Like at some point, you have to. There's some dude. I'm from North Dakota. There's some weird people. That's, we have plenty don't of. Feel we like don't have the biggest population, but we still got some weirdos. We shouldn't just uh, shouldn't feed the beast though. If you're the college, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, they'll take their money where they can get greedy old gusses. Well, yeah. Now they're in whatever. Uh, Hundred million dollar deficit or whatever. I don't think it's that much. Ten million dollars or whatever, but too much, too much to pay administration. Too much money, damn it. Oh, but we are talking video games. We are talking <laughs> our favorite video games from when each of us was respectively in college. Um, any platform doesn't need to be specific. Could be an arcade game. Could be you know, which it's my thought, but no. um. You know, like Dance various... Resolution was the only arcade game I think that was around when I was in college. Oh yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. So other than that, I can go first because my list is very weak. It's very short. My short list is hedging his bets, hedging them. No, no, this is real. Um, 
there might there might be some there's probably some games you'll recognize on here, but yeah. Um I'm gonna start out number five, 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 five is a little game from about 2003 that um my roommate Mike got on his GameCube. Oh and yeah. we played it the worst controllers. We well, played it to tie it in the movie. Was it was uh, Enter the Matrix, <laughs> uh, which was a pretty fun game. Everything was like tied promotion with the the you know release of the sequels. Um, I remember um, it was challenging and confusing all at the same time because you could run um, on walls and stuff. Yeah, and you had bullet time you and all Neo, that stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was fun. My buddy, I have a couple of roommates that were like super big, like Matrix guys. Mike was a big Matrix guy. Oh, Casey's sharing. Or He's pulling up the emulator. He's going to start playing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, what was this on PlayStation 2? <laughs> I don't think I ever emulated that deep. Oh, it's on the GameCube. GameCube. There it is. Oh, GameCube, you said, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Its graphics weren't terrible. No, I mean, for the time, it was pretty cool. Ah, that's a yeah. screenshot. That's not actual gameplay. Game Actual gameplay footage? Oh. See, down Ooh. in the... Compare that to the port. That's got to be game. Square footage, tigers. Right? Yeah. Look Square at that tigers. bullet. Look at that bullet time. Oh, it's like watching real life. Yeah. Yeah, so that was my number five. Um, number two outstanding. <laughs> He's really going for this. He really well, wants to see this in action. Yeah. Well, Jeremy, you crapped on just still pictures. Well, no, I was just saying, like, realistically, every time they put out like promo stuff, it looks way sweeter than the game does. Jeez, do the three-hour, forty-five-minute. Um, <laughs> yeah, should we watch walkthrough? the whole walkthrough? Should we just turn this into like a comment How video? Beat. How oh, to yeah. beat it? Watch along. Yeah. Turn the sound off. It's killing my headphones. Let's <laughs> jump, jump forward here. Oh yeah, Jeremy, look at that. It's yeah, not horrible. Yeah, no, it's not horrible. Oh my goodness, no, looks like, like a couple Mister Smiths over there. That's like watching the movie right now. Yeah, flashbang. <laughs> Boom! Oh, oh, so you got to slow it down. It was like Prince of Persia. Use that mechanic. Because you're, also cause you're not. This is not Neo. You're like a different. Guy. Oh, you're not? Oh, not, so nobody no. cares. Like, but you're like one of Neo's guys. You're like, yeah, uh, you're one of his uh, compadres. Okay. Yeah. That's weird. Right. But you have <clears throat> Neo skills. All right. I'll, I'll just let play in the background. Well, uh, I don't know, Jeremy. Ooh, look at that. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, my number five uh, came out in the year 2006. Uh, it was a highly anticipated uh, release by Microsoft, um, and it was Gears of War. Um, so a uh, neat little game where you run around with these guns with chainsaws on the end. Um, Marcus Phoenix. Um, got these little aliens. You're on the planet Sarah. They have this emulsion. It's like a gold goo solid series this is like this is one of my favorite series on on xbox uh, yeah, oh it, it looked a little cartoony it but it was a solid game because that that whole shtick was it was you and another guy and you could like save each other kind of deal yep right? yep kind of tag teamed it yep 
Now, did you play it solo or you play it with somebody typically? Solo. Mm. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. You get friends well, someday, bud. That's cool. cool. Yeah. cool. <laughs> That's my game. Gears yeah. of War. Popular game. Uh, my number five uh, came from very, uh, from high school into college because it was one of those games that had some staying power for me. Uh, it is the only computer game on the list, and it is from 2001, and it's Civilization 3. Um, oh, yeah, a big Civ guy. That game was pretty cool. It just uh, was one of those games I could get lost in forever. Now, what was better? Um, because that was like kind of Age of Empires esque, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, probably. yeah, it's you know, interesting now when I look back on the. I remember it looking a lot better, um, but I was a huge SimCity fan, uh, SimCity, yeah. SimCity 2000. So this just seemed like the next level for me. And yeah, you, uh, you could just spend hours. I mean, you could play as every, I don't know how many civilizations there were, like uh, 17, 18 different civilizations yeah. to play as. And I'm sure you could go online. I don't know. That was before I had those capabilities, but I just never you're had just a... advancing. You're advancing through time, right? Yeah, right. It, and it was kind of it was hokey, like especially at the lower levels. You'd have like Panzer tanks, and the other countries would still have like dudes with spears. But yeah, well, that's what get better at <laughs> being a civilization. That's what I told yeah. them. Advancing. And you could oh, win. You know, you could win multiple ways. You didn't have to take over the world. That was probably the hardest way. Winning by science, like in building a rocket ship to like advance to another planet was actually probably the easiest way to win. So there's huh. different ways you could win too. I mean, you didn't have to be an aggressive country, but that seems some, like it'd be challenging. Sometimes yeah. you got to protect your turf though, especially early on. So yeah, once you build them nukes though, then people don't come after you. They get scared, scared of it. So in playing games. Yeah. It's a fun game. It's my number five. All right. All right, my number four. Um, kicking off my little Xbox original uh, array, which the remainder will actually be. Um, it was a little game called Medal of Honor. It was the first one. Um, I played with my younger brother. Um, a lot of hit like over a couple Christmas breaks when I was back, and um, doing you know the old head-to-head thing, and he would always pretty much get the best of me. He's always a much better gamer than me. Um, I like it. Yeah, well, there it is. Bring me back. These games looked a lot nicer than Civilization 3. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was fun. I don't remember going on many missions. <laughs> I just, like, to me, and I mean, you were talking like 20, 20 years ago now. Um, I remember doing a lot of, like, like I said, like the head-to-head stuff. Split screen. Yeah, so you weren't going online typically. It was just you and your brother. No, I don't know if I've ever played online. <laughs> yeah, you're missing out, man. There's a whole world of <laughs> assholes out there. Yes, I talked to my I talked to my son. He loves it. You should, yeah. you should hear the Fortnite banter. <laughs> you don't want to hear half of it. Hey, I was gonna say, do you want to hear that? No, they, no. You only hear and it's it's really awful, Jeremy, because you only hear one side of it too. Oh, yeah. the headset, and you're like, "What is going on?" It's, it's I don't know, dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Does he typically play like with his buddies or just random people? Different buddies, yeah. Yeah. Do you let him scream uh, curse words at the top of his lungs? No. In the house? No. No. But we hear. I a didn't lot of, figure bro, it would. Bro, bro, bro. I'm gonna go for no, bro, bro, bro. bro. 
Well, some things never change. <laughs> right? So yeah, that was my uh that's my number four, Medal of Honor. God, I have to imagine that would have hit a lot of people's Ooh, list from 02 to 09 or whatever this list is gonna run through. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good game. Um I am uh my number four uh came out actually in 2001. So this one did not come out while I was in college. Um but the the second one did, but I didn't put both of them on there, guys. So don't worry. Uh, original you Xbox choose to put the one that came out Fusion, while you were in college. Well, it's not the one I played the most in college. Fusion <laughs> okay. on the original Xbox. So it was like a kind of like Fusion. Mario. Yeah, Fusion. Oh, frenzy. there you go. Um. No, that's Formula Fusion. Oh, that's, that's a different that's game. That's a different one. Oh, that looks like a speedy that race cool. game. This, the second one was this it. This one with the with the balls? Yeah, Sorry, it's like... Not, wa- not watching. It's not those kind of it's balls. Just, it's like it's just uh, all... American Gladiator <laughs> balls. Right? It's just all like... Uh, it was kind of Xbox's version of like Mario Party. Um, it was all just like little four-player party games. Um, it was a blast. Uh, they like... I like dominated my freshman year of, of college. So like when people would get together, this was always uh this always was, running. So and this was Xbox? Yep, original Xbox. Cool. Yeah, that's my number four. Good choice. Good choice. My number four again came out 2001. Uh so came out right before I got into college, but got into it. Playing it a lot more in college. It was, I would say pretty revolutionary game uh mine was blown at the ability of a playstation 2 to do something like this and it was grand theft auto 3 um just super cool game uh just open world hadn't had anything like that yet that i could really think of besides some role-playing games but even those were pretty linear um apparently this is in 4k probably not accurate of what it actually looked like when i played it but and just the like the mature content of the game was pretty interesting um to have those missions to be able to do whatever you wanted i mean you again nowadays we take it for granted but just having that open world the side quests the you know you could spend a day just picking up hookers and murdering them if you wanted to i mean that was your afternoon you know i mean that was it was different. It was just something I wasn't used to. You know, even like, uh, you know, Zelda, I guess, would mm-hmm. would have been Ocarina of Time. Majora's Mask probably the only thing that was close to that. But, yep. you know, those felt like kids' games, I guess, kind of compared to this. So, yeah, definitely. This is that the, combo. The, this looks like the OG, though, here from a graphic standpoint. Yeah, it's not far off. I think they just tightened up the, like I said, cleaned it up in the 4K up, upbeat. But, yeah, it was cool. Um yeah, there's just a million things you could do in the game. So we played it a ton. Played it. It was one of those games we would sit around and just fart around, like I said, trying to get up to that six-star rating. You get the helicopters and the tanks coming after you, and you got the rocket launcher climbing up to the top of the skyscrapers, blowing helicopters out of the sky. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. I had never even finished the game. <laughs> yeah. It just got too, of, too sidetracked on the other stuff. But a lot of detail and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, it's just a lot of games now. Oh, yep. (laughs) Yeah, there was nothing better. Nothing better than like trying to pull a dude out of his car and then they drive away and then you just throw a Molotov cocktail at the car. 
That was very <laughs> satisfying. Like, you're not going to get away from me. <laughs> yeah, lots of fun. Yeah, it was, it was. I don't know. A lot of fun stories on there. A lot of cool moments. I mean, just you could take the car around and there's lots of kind of Easter eggs hidden through there. You know, you could ramp through buildings and find cool new stuff you didn't even know existed. Yeah, that's my number four, Grand Theft Auto 3. Cool. Moving on to number three is my number three. Um, Second one tied to a video game, actually, is Lord of the Rings Return of the King. Um, a game I got pretty excited about as the film series was coming to a conclusion and uh, played the game start to finish. Um, one of the very few things in college where I got, especially something that's like adventure oriented, where I went through and I, yep, there's Gandalf. You can play as Gandalf. Or like, I decided what is he doing? <laughs> what is he doing? Look at him, power up, Casey. Oh. You can only imagine. Oh, could you? I couldn't. Yeah, so <laughs> lots of fun though. I mean, it really ties the city. Really tied Gandalf. to the to the movie uh, well, and then they'd splice in footage from the films too after you'd like beat a level. So that was always kind of cool. Yeah, really enjoyed the heck out of it. That's I think I finished sweet. it over Christmas break one time. There, see, oh. now they're putting in the cinematic film. Yeah, film footage. Oh. Wow. That horse looks terrible. <laughs> That's actual live footage, Jeremy. Yeah, I know. That's a that real was... horse. <laughs> no, I know, but it looked like... That like horse came looks from... terrible. Gandalf looks awful right there. It looks like something from the 70s. It's crazy That's... how quick that changes. Maybe you need to go back and watch Lord of the Rings again. Maybe it's not Maybe. what you thought. Maybe. All right. Um, my number three, guys, I'm gonna I took liberty with the date on this um because <laughs> I was still taking prereqs for uh PT school. So okay. so there. Um but it is Fallout three. Um again, hmm. this was actually my first uh, foray into the Fallout realm. Um so you're basically in uh, a nuclear wasteland. Um, and you just advance this dude, you get to make some weapons. It's pretty sweet. Um, fallout four was better. Fallout 76 didn't really hold up, but, um, fallout three. Yeah. You just, you start in a bunker and got your little pit boy. Um, and you're just making this dude that just goes and conquers a nuclear wasteland. So I watched my roommate play a ton of this. Uh, he was game. he was fanatical. He played the hell out of it. Uh, my buddy Matt that we had on the show, yeah, he got this game, and that's I all he did. Man, that. he's he's such an intelligent guy. I could see that he would like <laughs> great minds <laughs> think alike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched that dude shoot like zombie dogs for hours again. I mean, it was yeah. it was no picking up prostitutes and murdering them, but it was like a close second. No, no, yeah. And it was kind of weird, too, because you could play it like RPG or like first person, right? Like you could have that where you could shoot and it was more RPG style where you pick where you shoot or you could just free gun it, right? Yeah, they had the the VATS. It's like this uh, system that you could uh, like pick where you're going to shoot somebody at. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember watching. I was like, that seems like super simple compared to because I was more used to just straight first person shooters. So I was like, "Hmm, that seems simple. 
Yeah, but, but he got murdered a lot, so it's it not simple. Uh, yeah, he was building <laughs> weapons on paper clips and rubber bands. So I was like, hmm, interesting. Yep. Pipe rifles, not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, it did seem it seemed super cool. There's some pretty cool storylines. I remember watching him play stuff he had to look out for, but time consuming for sure. Yeah, it was. That's for sure. My number three from 2006, my oldest game on here, actually, uh, was Mario Party 7. Yeah, 7. I had to, I had to like go back and do some research because I was like, which Mario Party did I play? Um, yeah, we, man, this was, a, this was, like you said, Jeremy, this was a party drinking game. We just, anytime we were having beers, we'd throw Mario Party on and just jam out. It was fun. I mean, it's stupid, easy games. You yep. blitzed, blitzed out of your mind and still win some of them, so that was always exciting. Um, yeah, it was cool. I, I enjoyed it. It's probably one of the only things I enjoyed on the GameCube. So, yeah, Mario Party 7. GameCube game. Yep, it was GameCube. This was a lot. I think Mario Party 8 was Wii. So, this was the last one on the GameCube. Cool. So, a lot cool. of good memories. A lot of good memories sitting in the living room playing this one. Ah, the GameCube. What an annoying system. <laughs> yeah, it was so dumb. Those little dumbass discs. Nobody yeah. wanted that. Just use yeah. DVDs, Blu-rays, what everybody else is using. Don't gotta be different. Yeah, gotta be so hard. Were we able to like you could watch a movie on the Xbox, right? You could watch a DVD on there. Yep. HD yep. DVDs, <clears throat> right? That was Xbox. Yeah, they. They went after that. They missed it, right? <laughs> H, yeah. Because PlayStation it, 2 instead had Blu-ray. Blu yeah. yeah, PlayStation 2 did Blu-rays. And... Although in hindsight, Blu-ray wasn't that sweet either. It didn't last very long either. They still make Blu-rays, Jeremy. Yeah. yeah. No, they I'd say don't. it's a lot bigger than HD. Yeah. yeah, what's the last HD DVD you bought? Well, I'm just saying in the, in the history of time, we're not going to have Blu-rays very much longer. Jeremy, I got a PlayStation 2 when I was in high school, probably yep. my junior senior year. I just bought Oh, a... that was that was PS3, wasn't it? No, it was PS2. I just bought a Blu-ray the other day. Hmm. It's that's, kind of in I think you're in like line with the... 20 years, Jeremy. That is a good run. It's not 20 for Blu-ray though. I bet you Blu-ray is more like 15 mm. at this point. I, Which is I'm still a fine lifespan. Well, maybe maybe right. it was maybe PlayStation Three was maybe uh, PS Two uh, was uh, just DVD. Maybe PS Two yeah. was DVD. So like I said, I think it's I think it's a decent life. Like fifteen years. I was just doing some research on Blu-ray came out June twentieth, two thousand six. Okay, so it had to for sure be PlayStation Three. Sixteen, yeah, sixteen years. So, that's still a pretty good run. It is. It is, and that's what I'm saying. Like. I was looking up some things and, and the accessibility of VHS cassettes to, to the average person. Um, they talked about how certain movies really triggered a shift in that because they previously were unaccessible, right? Um, from an expense standpoint, like if you wanted to go and buy Top Gun when it came out in 1986, it was like a hundred bucks to buy that VHS. That's great. And so they ramped up a lot of stuff into mass production and we're able to drop that price point. But like really, which is crazy for me to think, but I guess um, really like to actually have a real legit copy of a film, like a VHS copy, 
those didn't go down in price till like the late 80s, early 90s. And then you think about VHS, that probably lasted legitimately till what, what would you say, like 2000, 2001? And it, I mean, it was already being phased out. Yeah, when the PlayStation yeah. 2 came out, phased them out. <laughs> PS3. That's what, that's what did it. That's what did it. <laughs> oh, DVDs, you're right here. All right. That's my bad. Sorry, Jeremy. But still, 16 years is a solid run, 17 years. It's a good run. All right. It's not a flash in the pan, Jeremy. It's kind of. It's got it's probably gonna be the last (laughs) physical media they make. You think they're gonna come up with something else? You're right. No, you're correct. Do you got okay? All right. Doling, you're on number two. Yeah, number two. (laughs) Did you get lost in Mario Party? Sorry. Yeah, I kind of did. It's a little distracted. Um But really my next hurt one, my algorithm on YouTube. Uh, Mr. Casey Hansen, you were right on the money with your initial introductions. Um, my number two was again on my old school Xbox is Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Ooh, was that um, post? I think it came out in 02. Um, Nailed it. And usually I'm way off just, on yours, Nick. <laughs> and, and Casey, you nailed like the, your description of three is very similar. Like it was just so easy to like, like Michelle still think she still brings this stuff, but like it was the perfect game for and, and I remember I had these two roommates, Nick and Mike. And if we went out on a Saturday night and had way too much fun and we were just like chilling all Sunday afternoon. I would lay, and it was like the same setup. Michelle would be <laughs> over. I would lay on the floor, my head propped up nice. on a couple of pillows, and I would just play Vice City, and everybody else would watch me, like just hungover, and give me, like, hey, check out that. Or, you know, when we get really bored, it's like, oh, pull over, shoot that cop. So you get in chase. <laughs> and quick. Yeah. It's just like real life. And then sometimes it would just be, hey, hop in, hop in a car and change the radio station. It was just so like, I mean, you could do, you could make anything be somewhat entertaining. And uh, it was a fun game. I played a ton of it. It was, at that point, it was, you know, I mentioned Lord of the Rings, I played start to finish, and Vice City came out a little before that. And I probably played it more than anything else at that point in time that actually had a story and had a pursuit that, you you know, very linear and ongoing with a finite end. So, um, that was my number two, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Yeah, Vice City was cool because it was like uh, so much brighter and more colorful than Grand Theft Auto 3. Yeah. I think Ray Liotta did the voice for like the main guy. Um, I think you're right. I remember playing a lot of like, I was very excited whenever I'd hop in a vehicle. Oh, there we go. And like I could switch the station and hear like broken wings. I'm Mr. Mister. Yeah, it was like, I would say, a much better soundtrack than GTA 3. And, and like I said, I, I, the main character actually had a voice, where in Grand Theft Auto I, 3, you were completely silent, I believe, if I remember yeah. correctly. God, it was so, so much fun now just just watching <laughs> these little clips. Yeah, it was. Our little missions. Well, it's one of those things, too, where you played Grand Theft Auto 3 and that world seemed so big. And then you get to like Vice City and then San Andreas after that, where you're like, I mean, San Andreas, you could drive for like half an hour into the country before you ran yeah. into stuff. It was just crazy what they could do with the systems they had. Like like this whole mansion scene, you could spend forever just going around, taking out guys <laughs> and then just like hanging out. 
<clears throat> before you do the, you know whatever whatever it was you had to do to like trip it on and go to the next thing you know yeah no one thought no no one's even moving there it's <laughs> yeah. like oh everyone's getting mowed down don't alert anybody no yeah the old no. sniper you can switch through <laughs> your weapons toggle through the samurai oh, yeah. sword yeah, I had some. Even GTA Three you had so many different weapons oh, you could use. Gosh, hip this, is taking, this is taking me back right here watching this. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, it's uh, well, they were all good games. Yeah, yeah. All right, Rockstar on the map. What? All right, number my two. number, my number two, um, uh, came out in 07, Uh Guitar Hero, uh, number three. Um, so the only reason I put that on there, again, like I took liberty with the date a little bit, uh, but again, I was still taking some college classes, so I figured it was okay. If not, I could put two on here, but why three was so much better was you could battle. Um, so you get a couple oh. guitars going at the same time, and uh, like, yeah, I mean, it was just a blast. Um, we Sorry, pulled that over, out over, over Christmas too, and I found out yeah. I'm not an expert at this anymore. <laughs> um hard hard was giving me all i uh, uh <laughs> so but i mean i went through two three uh four was technically i think world tour uh we had all the rock bands had metal the metallica version of this was pretty sick too um <laughs> but uh yeah i'm hoping they remake it at some point in time because yeah, this was, was just good. a fun genre of game you know Definitely. um so Man, yeah, I miss this. I miss the boat on these just a little bit. I was out of college and they were really starting to hit, you know? Yeah. Um, and I remember when I was back for like a Christmas at my mom's and like my younger brother had it like hooked up and, and we jammed and dude, I don't remember which one it was, but we spent hours just passing the guitar around. Just having oh, fun. yeah. Yep. And um, you're right. Like to me, it's like an awesome, just fun, entertaining family game too. Like, where everybody's gonna get it, they understand how, like, maybe not exactly how to move, figure, like, the dexterity piece right away, but they understand at least, hey, you're you're trying to play this song, you yeah. know, and um, very simplistic there. So, yeah, very cool. And no, then every, and another thing, everybody else can just watch and laugh with, you know. Yeah, because yeah, he always looked like a fool playing it, but you tried to throw your flair on. I mean, it was, yeah, it was a fun game. It's a great lead-in because my number two is Guitar Hero 1 from 2005. Um, yeah, we had a guy that wanted to sleep on our couch for like a semester. And he was like, dude, I can bring Guitar Hero. And I was like, I don't know what that is. So he brought over like the two guitars, Guitar Hero. Man, we played this thing. Every party, we would bust it out. And we got good enough where, yeah, you'd put the guitar behind your head and play. You'd play it between your legs. You had the stupid <laughs> strap so you'd fling the guitar around you uh you just put you that have, guitar you up flare, and, man oh yeah yeah we'd get on the coffee table and play that's well that's where you were good you got on the coffee table for sure Wait, uh, and still, i'm gonna go change into my jorts gotta... yeah, still to this day like i can't hear uh franz ferdinand or the exes or uh coaches yeah. without thinking of this game because i played those yeah. songs like a million times uh stellar from incubus was on there yeah there was a lot of that was like you know for being the first one they actually had a pretty solid soundtrack with a lot of variety. I mean they got better as time went on, got bigger names and bigger songs, but there was something fun about that first one that just had that more eclectic 
song list and things to it. Um, played a lot of rock band later oh, when yeah. I was in grad school, but I actually preferred Guitar Hero. I think it was just simpler, funner. It was easier to just pick up. <laughs> yep. You know, rock Agreed. band. Nobody ever wanted to do the drums. Don't ever want uh, to sing. Yeah, it took a special person to sing. Like you just, people just want to play guitar. Yep. So. Got to love shred. Yep. Yeah, so that's my number two, Guitar Hero. Good right. choice, Jeremy. Yeah, great choice. Man. Thank you. You as well. Um, on the number, on the number ones, um, uh, this is almost a no-brainer. Um, mm-hmm. It was, you know, even the year on this. Um, my number one is NCAA Football 2004, um, which was released in summer of three, I believe. Carson Palmer was on the cover of it. Um, and it was the first one. I, I, I could be wrong, I, but I thought it was the first one where you did the race for the Heisman. Um, yeah. Um, I absolutely loved everything about this game. And I think had great soundtracks, too. They did. That man I don't know if this one awesome did, though. Soundtrack. I don't think they started, like Madden did ahead of NCAA. I think his 05 started adding music. 506 did um this one what and why i remember that is everything i could you know how you get you get hypnotized by the by the marching band music constantly like they just <laughs> rotate between school songs and stuff um yeah there's cadillac williams right there mm-hmm. running for auburn um so much fun obviously you create yourself you go through as a freshman could you, you make know, your own team in this one I did at one point. Yes, I yeah, did. Get everyone. Um, Cause we'd always do like yep. the bison. And, uh, yeah, I was a quarterback from Carrington, North Dakota. Um, <laughs> makes sense. 99 with, stats, I assume. Yes. Everything yeah. across the board always led, led the NCAA in rushing and passing. And, um, yeah, such yeah. a blast to play. Six, seven, and, 280. And four, so four. many, <laughs> Usually it was about six foot five. I think I, was listening, I think I go about two forty five. <laughs> okay. And, and work on some speed. Um, try to win the Heisman every year, but this game made it very, very tough to ever win it as a freshman. It was like almost impossible to win it your first year out, no matter how good you were. Um, that, and I thought that was kind of fun. You know, I thought I, I kind of liked the fact that that's that at the time that was very realistic, right? Like yeah. I didn't want to give, didn't like giving the Heisman out to freshmen and. Um, God dang, just watching this again, too. I spent countless hours, way more than I should have been in undergrad, like playing games. And and that's what I was going to say, too. Like, by the time I got to grad school, I pretty much put the game away. Um, felt like I just needed to buckle down. And I, I didn't really play play video games much at all after that. Um, but during undergrad, it, it didn't matter if I went out of class the next day, how much homework I had to do, I'd squeeze in some NCAA football. I could always squeeze in like a two-minute quarter and try to advance my season along, do all that fun stuff. Yeah, that's easily like my it. number one. Um, I owned it, but over the course of like a few years, I owned like 2003, 2004, 2005. Um, I think I bought 06 later on. Uh, Actually, when I thought, thought I was going to get back into gaming, so was it <laughs> didn't pan out for you though. No, I bought it, and I I felt like uh, now by that point I'm like kind of you know you get too much of a break of it. And you feel like you're just moving on. 
Yeah, it was interesting in high school. I played Madden nonstop. Um, but yeah, when I got to college, definitely made that shift more towards like party games to play with in front of a bunch of people. And yeah, nobody wanted to sit at a party and watch two dudes play football on the TV. But yeah, so I kind of got my, away from them when I got to college. But shout out to my other my other roommate later on, Derek. He and I played countless hours against each other, and that was yeah. fun. And you could do like they, you could pick these really fun um, all time great games mm. on here, or famous plays, and then see if you could complete them on each other. <laughs> you know, like the Sanford band play, see if you can return the kickoff and oh, take yeah. it down, you know, and stuff like that. Pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Um, my number one, uh, this was grad school and, uh, you know, actually all the reasons that you said where you're like, yeah, I shouldn't have been playing so much and it's maybe embarrassing how much time I put in on it. Uh, that would be this game for me. Uh, but it was during grad school for sure. Um, modern warfare three call of duty. Um, we had, uh, you know, if we were just sitting around before, uh, class or after class again, you know, throw on uh, a little bit of online multiplayer, you know, get in a couple games quick for sure. <laughs> Solid game. Uh, and then there were also, I mean, Black Ops was Black Ops, Black Ops, Black Ops 2 were sandwiched on either side of it. But this was a much better game. Um, yeah. Uh, this, you could just play, you could you could get sucked in online with this. So that's where I was teasing before doling where I'm like, man, I had a buddy from from undergrad that we would get on every once in a while and play for a while. And, uh, man, you hear these little 10 year old kids on there and, uh, it's no wonder our, uh, world is in the shape it's in my goodness. Uh, what's my get off the lawn moment, but man, <laughs> kids cursing. Uh, well, they need, they need better role models than you turds. <laughs> yeah. No. You on there swearing back at them. You're the problem. No, I was, I was usually, I was usually the guy. I thought it was more funny to be like, your, your mom's going to ground you. Um, and, uh, no, I didn't ever curse at little kids. So you were, were you were Thor, Thor in uh, Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're going to get your mouth washed out with soap. So, but yeah, you just, it was crazy. Um, that's what I was telling Casey beforehand. I'm like, yeah, like, are they just, maybe they're just gaming in an empty house, but I'm like, you got to hear that at some point, don't you? um like as a parent maybe maybe not sometimes you do i don't know but these this is like this isn't just screaming over a game this is <laughs> cursing and saying other very very vulgar things so but anyways that was like that was the low point of this game but the gameplay was was pretty solid on this so that's cool. my number one all right yeah solid number one Looks great. I mean, I was kind of done with uh, video games by this time, but and even way back then, it looked pretty good. I don't know. Maybe my bar is really low, but I'm like, this looks phenomenal. Yeah, yeah no, it was really, really out there really murdering solid. people. What, what platform was this on, Jeremy? This was Xbox 360. 360, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah looks great. I mean, this is a, a 4K 60 frames per second on an Ultra PC, but I assume it looked... Uh, comparable on the 360 i mean yeah this probably has less less lag you yeah. always get ticked off but just like doling trying to podcast you get 
Things oh, get a little so laggy. Frustrated. <laughs> Turn line uh, wire off for 20 minutes while you played, Jeremy. It would have been fine. <laughs> the newest hits weren't that important. They were. <laughs> All right. It was just going to be riddled with viruses anyways. <laughs> All right. My number one. Uh, we played the crud out of this game. This was one of those games where literally we would call each other up and say, hey, come on over, six, seven guys. We're just going to drink and play. Um, it was interesting because typically I wasn't a fan of these types of games, just growing up with an older brother who would beat the snot out of me. Um, but there was something about this game that I was drawn to. It was super cool. It was a fighting game called Soul Calibur II. Ooh. Um, yeah. I remember, a lot of these ones you guys are saying, I just remember from TV commercials and stuff. Yeah, I I love this fighting game. Um, it's the third in the series. Soul Edge was the first, and Soul Calibur, then Soul Calibur 2. Kind of had a cool overarching story. Just a lot of, like Tekken, uh, you know, that yeah. next level of fighting game where they had a nice little story to it. Uh, what I liked about Soul Calibur was there was a lot of... I felt like it was a little more of a chess match because you could do high, medium, low attack, high, medium, <laughs> low blocks. You could... Uh, it was a lot more about timing and anticipating what your opponent was going to do than just being the fastest button tapper and knowing all the different moves to the game. So there was definitely some cool strategy to it. And, you know, you had seven, eight guys that kind of played each other all the time. Hmm. You knew each other's tendencies, so it became more of a chess match where you guys would sit there for like 10, 15 seconds before someone would throw a move because you could counter, you could throw. So if you knew what they were going to bring to you, you could flip them around and end it pretty quick. So it was really fun. I mean, it was just a blast. We'd be screaming, and yeah, you just lose her passes, you know. When did yep. this one come out? This would have been 2003. So, and I played on the PlayStation 2, which kind of stuck because it came out on 360, uh, GameCube, and PS2. And each system had like a unique <laughs> hero. So, the GameCube one you could play as Link, which was super sweet. Uh, the 360 one you could play as a uh, Todd McFarlane spawn. But the PS2 just had a dude from Tekken where it was like, well, that kind of sucks because I've already played as that guy in Tekken. So uh, didn't like that as much. Uh, It was originally supposed to be a character from Final Fantasy VII, but they couldn't get the licensing in time. So they had to make a quick switch. So it was easy to pull a guy from another fighting game. Um, Yeah. So Hmm. PlayStation got kind of shortchanged on it, which was a bum deal. But it's my number one. Put a ton of hours in. I would... There's like a training mode on the game where it would tell you all your moves for your guys. I would say to memorize everybody's moves and know when to time them right. And <laughs> There was one gal on here that had a move that was like a 13-button combo. Could never get that one down, but that one was sweet. That was cool. Every once in a while, the computer would pull it on me, and I was like, that's badass. I wish I could do that. <laughs> so. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fighting game guy because my brother, like I said, man, Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. I don't know if I ever beat that dude. But then fun fact, in college, my brother moved back to college and we'd sit around and play and like someone would get a hot hand and I'd call my brother. I was like, you need to get over here. Like this this dude's, it's not fun for anybody. He's showing up. Yeah, so he would walk in, beat the guy. He used to be humbled. But then my brother wouldn't leave (laughs) after that. We did that with fight night. You've done your thing, dude. Just get out of here. And then he just beat everybody for like two hours and think he was cool. So that ruined it a little bit for me. But it's a great game. Yeah. I had never played it. It looks fun. 
<laughs> they like fighters solid. I think they're still probably making them to this day. I don't know, no, I don't know if anything's going to be Street Fighter 2. And then, then, like you said, Mortal Kombat. I want to say Mortal Kombat 2 as well. Like, better than the first one. And yeah. Better, you know, more advanced. Those two were pretty legit. Pretty OG. Yeah, they were solid. You know, but as far as, like, 3D fighters went, I thought this was definitely one of the top. You know, well, yeah, this game. was spinning all around. and Yeah. Yeah, this game was fast. It didn't... Uh, didn't clog up much. The story, if you played single player, was actually pretty solid. Um, I liked it a lot better than Tekken. Tekken was good, but Tekken was just very grapple-esque. I don't know. I like this one. It just felt more epic, hitting dudes with big-ass swords. And in this one, you could like uh, go on like uh, solo missions and get new weapons and stuff for your guys that would change your stats, too. So that was kind of oh. cool. Um, so you could have custom guys, different stats, different armor, different weapons. So that was kind of unique at the time. I like it. Yeah. My numero uno. Well, cool. Well, good list, boys. Not a lot of shocking surprises there. I'm such a green as goose shit guy when it comes to video games, you know, made, I don't know, maybe after 95. That's, that's me so, on every other topic. So yeah. yeah, so I was I feel like I was enlightened. Um, some short, you know, there's one thing like I was gonna throw on Tiger Woods PGA Tour because I played a little bit of that. I had a buddy who played who had that one, so you go over there and you're like, oh, this is this is fun. You know, it's easier than real golf. A lot, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Definitely some short list games. Yeah, Tiger Woods, NBA Streets. We played that at the that was super. I, I NFL Street yeah. two. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, play a lot game, of those. Game too. Little, little hokey shit, though. Oh, like slip and slide, guy. take it to the house, yeah. man, every time. Throw them, throw <laughs> somebody against a brick wall. Yeah, streets yeah. was fun, man. They're you asking just, for it. You'd roll on the ground, dribble in the whole way, and Shaq's dumbass would just fall right to the ground. You couldn't keep up with that. Then you'd yeah. go to dunk it, alley oop it to another guy who would dunk it, then alley oop it to another guy who would dunk it. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the second one had Jordan in it. That was sweet. Got lock Jordan, which is always <laughs> the dream from like NBA Jam. Like you just yeah. want to play Jordan. Yeah. You couldn't back then. So yeah, I played NBA Jam and I played NBA Live '95. Those are the only basketball games I really remember. Well, Jordan versus Bird on the old. That was a good one too. Or was it Magic versus Bird? I think it was Magic. Magic probably. Um, you're thinking of no, Michael Jordan, Jordan in the Windy City. <laughs> Windy City. It's like an action yeah. game where you played as Jordan. Yeah. Different power-ups with different basketballs you could find. It was weird that that's what he chose to attach his name to. He just yeah. wanted to be but different. Shaq had Shaq Fu, so. Shaq Fu. <laughs> Almost as good as Shazam. Well... Well, that concludes episode 47 of PT Shop Talk. As always, check us out on YouTube. Hit us up at ptshoptalk at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, PT Shop Talk, PT Shop Talk 1 at Twitter. Um, Until next time, I'm Casey Hansen. With me as always, Nick Doling and Jeremy Van Klompenberg.